Hello, welcome to the Spill Session with Sage, episode 79. It is your host with you, Sajel, and a very special guest. Hello. Hi. Um, we have been trying to record this podcast for I wanna say um two weeks. And every time it's always like, okay, you know, we're meeting, so we'll meet like an hour early and record it, and it never happens. And today it almost didn't happen, also, but our friends are late, so bless y'all for being late. Um, yeah, and then we decided to record it. So I think you and I have very good conversations about relationships and the future. <laughs> so mostly drunken conversations. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, we're just very honest. And then like, we just like to talk about our future and stuff. So I thought that she'd be the perfect person to bring on to wrap up 2021. And talking about, you know, where we stand on relationships. So, Miss Viren, are you single or are you seeing someone? Oh my god, when you say miss, makes me feel like I'm extra special. <laughs> <laughs> but you are! It's so weird. Okay. I mean, I just want to say, like, the way we, we even became friends was through talking about guys. Mm-hmm. That's how we actually met and, like, connected anyway. And we were, like, both in the same, like... Stage of life. Yeah, so... And ironically, a year and a half later, we're still in the same stage of life. <laughs> We're, yeah, exactly. Well, different but same. We've also gone through like a lot of different weird things in our like one year of friendship. Yeah, I want to say like one year. I think it's been it's more, more than, than a half years more now. Than yeah, yeah. Well, we met like uh, during COVID. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So back to the question. Yes, I'm single. I've <laughs> been <laughs> going around. All- <laughs> yes, I'm still single, and I'm, I'm happy single, single too. Yes, I think one thing I've learned from you is how to be happy while being single. Um, I always thought before this, like, oh, you know, like, single is, like, lonely. I mean, yes, it is at some point of time. But, like, I think both of us really explored the happiness of the single life together. And both Mm. of us also went through a little bit of a similar-ish situation this year. Yeah. With a significant other. And now we're, like, both, again, single at the same time. So, like, I don't know. Mm. Don't, don't get us wrong we also kind of get jealous every time like we see people getting engaged or married or having kids okay that's sejo that's not me because i hate kids <laughs> um not insulting to anyone i hope but um yeah so it's like it's up and down it's like a roller coaster like most of the time we're actually happy that we're actually single yeah we're like oh my god yes yeah, single bitches mm-hmm. like we don't need no man mm-hmm. but then like Sometimes, you know, it just gets lonely. It does. And then that's when we were like, oh my god, I feel like I need a guy in my life. And then <laughs> and then when that happens, we keep each other in check. And yeah. we're like, bitch. And then I keep sending each other TikToks. We don't need no man. So, oh but god. I will say the jealousy thing about everyone getting engaged. Can someone please explain to me what is in the air and why everyone is getting engaged every single day? It started off as a joke first. Like, oh my god, everyone's getting engaged. But dead ass every single day for the past month i have been seeing everyone getting engaged like yes. like every single day there's a new person getting engaged i'm not even joking and it became a thing where we would send each other like oh my god this person got engaged <laughs> oh my god this person got engaged and like again don't get us wrong happy for you sis pop off king but you know this is just two single lonely but independent bitches who's like oh there's this like meme on Instagram I think I sent it to you where it's like take a shot every time you see someone getting engaged on your Instagram oh my god and I think it's even worse now with like this I don't know what's with the season like everyone's I, getting engaged I am very maybe confused. it's just our age range like the 20s 25 yeah um, 
Annabelle. Mm. <laughs> she's looking at me like she's not there yet. <laughs> Bitch, I am. Don't get there. <laughs> I'm turning 24 in a few weeks. Varen is turning 26. Oh my god, don't, don't say that. That's next hey, year. Wait. Oh my god, yeah, you are turning 26. I, I'm already 25 now. Yeah, so like, she's, a, she's a year older than me. We're not talking about the next year's birthdays. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about my birthday. Your yeah, birthday's coming up. I'm very excited. Oh my god, I must tell you. Okay, so this birthday is the first birthday that I am single in my 20s. Oh yeah. And I'm very excited. Exactly. I told Viren, I think a few weeks ago, when we went out for our little date night, and we went for like... Oh, so okay, this is also what we do. We love to dress up and go out and like hope that guys will hit on us. (laughs) And it never happens. It literally never... Can we tell them what, this, what oh happened? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the party next door, we thought it was all hot guys, but... <laughs> Which one? Like, when we went out to Taylor Adam. Oh, okay. shit. Okay, that was... Okay, okay, you tell the story first. <laughs> okay, so we uh, we went out. So both of us, what I think also another thing that Viren and I love to do together, and that's why we did a lot on our trip as well. We love to go to like bougie places to eat once in a while. Like yeah. not, not every day. Don't get us wrong. We can also like just sit and look on the couch and eat sushi. That's also something that we do a lot. But I think we like the idea of getting dressed up. Good, like, like, yeah. The yeah. effort. You know, like, because the only time you can actually dress up is probably like with guys like on dates. But then like, who wants that? Like, you don't need a guy to do that. Like I said, right? So we're like, let's dress up, go on dates. And then, of course, like she said, hopefully, like some guy will hit on us. And literally, it never happens. But it does. But that's not the point because we don't go for the goal of getting hit on. Yeah, or it's like, a thrill. It's a thrill. And also, like, just us getting ready. We are putting in effort for ourselves. You know, we're not, like, looking good for the guys. Honestly, we look good for ourselves and we feel good. Like, as cheesy as that sounds, we both, like, always, like, we'll send each other outfits, like, okay, what should we wear? And we, like, really like to dress up that once yeah. in a while. And we, we don't need to overthink our outfit choices because we're going on a first date yeah. or a second date or, like, do you show too much skin? Do you not? not exactly. Like, uh, it's fine. You just wear whatever you want. Like, exactly. You know? Like, as the boobs are, the boobs in, like, and, you know, we, we like, properly, like, we just love it. And I think you're so right. Have Not having the pressure of going on a first date. I don't even know what that's like. You know, honestly, I mean, I do. but Because I remember you were asking me, like, outfit choices for, like, first, first dates. dates. And you were like, is this, like, me um, possibly showing, like, too much effort in my outfit? Or is this, like, oh like you know, how to, rather cute, but, like, still, you Like, know, sexy yeah. and, like, attractive. Like, chic. <laughs> but, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> my phone just <laughs> um yeah no like first date outfits are so stressful my okay what is your go-to first date outfit mm. oh my god wait we haven't even told the story we're all uh, over the place yeah, okay, okay before we go to that <laughs> um okay so basically yes this one night we decided to go out we were both feeling ourselves we would look so good that night and then okay so we went to this speakeasy bar taylor adam which highly recommend by the way it's, an it's am- so good an amazing place yeah the people there the, i mean the the bartenders are so nice like we made so many friends on like just the first visit yeah maybe we, because we we're just two girls as well two girls <laughs> who are a little bit tipsy so okay no that sounds very like bad no 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 we were all very safe we don't worry happily <laughs> happily high yeah so, no, we got a lot more buzzed at that bar. Yeah. Um, highly recommend the Vespa Martini. We go to Taylor at Taylor. Taylor Adam. It's literally just gin, vodka, and like water. I don't know. It's literally it's just strong. straight. It's, it's very, strong. very good. Yeah, I had that. Anyway, so we went to the speakeasy after dinner. And um, yeah, we were having drinks, making friends with the bartenders, the, the staff and everything. And they were amazing. And then next door to our speakeasy was this restaurant. And... Um, we were looking, we heard a lot of noise and it was a lot of male 
like cheering and stuff. We we're like, what? Are we at the wrong place? Like, what's going on? And like, Vera was like, should we go then? I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, we were like, I don't know. There's like, we can't see. So we asked one of the staff members and she was like, she'll go check it out because we made friends by then. With them by that time. And do you want to tell the audience what she said? Well, she came back, okay? That's very nice of her to actually come back and update two lonely girls. Okay, we're not exactly lonely, but get the point, okay? <laughs> so imagine, like, just her coming back and she's, like, all excited. And she was like, so girls? And we're like, yes. <laughs> Guess what's happening next door? It's a gays party. It's like a gays gathering. And then and we're like, okay. <laughs> and also, okay, wait, a bit of context. Before that, we actually went toilet, like, twice. <laughs> and the toilet path was... Uh, through the restaurant so you have to walk past like every table in that restaurant before you go outside to the toilet right yeah so we're like oh my god there's so many cute guys like <laughs> we're at the wrong bar like that's why i said like should we switch bar because i was like there's so many cute guys and there's barely any girls yeah i mean that should have been a red flag exactly one. <laughs> but oh my god can i just add on to that so as i was walking out i realized all the heads turned towards us and i was like yeah so we're like oh my god we're attractive we never thought that it would have been gays but then again maybe they're just admiring our outfit rather than like us <laughs> exactly but I was like flipping my hair doing a little strut and I told Vera let's walk this way again to go to the toilet again and we did she was in like yeah. all in <laughs> I did and I saw a few cute guys um, not knowing that they were gay at the time so okay mm. so anyway we so the staff tells us yeah they're gay and we're like uh-huh I mean, I still want to be best friends with all of them, but like, none of them going to hit on me. So yeah. whatever, fine. Then after, so we laugh about it. Then uh, once the night ends, we go to the toilet and we meet uh, one of the guys from the restaurant and he was a little bit tipsy as well. We were tipsy. We were like, hey, what's up? And it was like 1030. So we thought like, oh, you know, like, um, let's see where the party is after this. Um, he ignored us. <laughs> he went straight. I mean, okay, he talked to us, right? Yeah. And then he was like, oh my God, we're besties and stuff. Then after we left the toilet, like when we went out of the mall, he went straight to like where the hot guys were. And, we're and like, then and left like, us. I understand, okay? I understand. But at the same time, oh I went to like an after party. It was so funny. <laughs> this makes us sound very sad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> But this is the truth of the night. And it was so funny because we're like, even the gays don't like us. Like, what on earth? But yeah, that was a very fun night. But I highly recommend if you are two single ladies, and actually, even if you're not single, dress up for yourself, not for anyone else, and just go out with your best friend and just have a time of their life. Don't go out with a guy. I mean, unless your best friend is a guy. But girls' nights... Yeah, actually, yeah. Girls' nights are superior. Like, dressing up for a girls' night gives me so much more excitement than dressing up for dates with a guy. Mm, less stressful less stressful because when it comes to guys I swear okay so we're talking about first date outfits right so my go to first date outfit used to be but I actually haven't been on a first date in a very very long time I think the last time I went on a first date must have been like maybe June or July yeah I feel like it was July also a question sorry yes go for it (laughs) do you guys count like a hinge or like you know a tender like first meet up as a first date or like what's your definition of a date is it like a first meetup? Or do you straight, like, kind of, like, put it under a date and then, like, hopefully the guy thinks of it the same way? I would consider it a date. Like, when you meet for the first time, first date. You would think it's a date. Yeah, but not, not you're not dating. Yeah. But it's a date. Because last time when, when I was, like, still... I want to say like 1920s. <laughs> I used to be like an asshole. I'd be like telling a guy, don't think this is a date, okay? This is just a meetup. Don't get your hopes up. Like I was an asshole. I don't think I told you this before, but like now that I ask this question. Yeah, I was, I never wanted a guy to think that it was dating That's... for some reason. 
That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I know. But that's good. Keep them in check. But yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> no, but I think it was kind of embarrassing the fact that I said it out. Like, you were you know. 19. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> now um, I think about it, I'm like, I should have said it. No, you're playing hard to get. I, I get it. Oh, no. I don't even know what I was doing. That's the thing, like... <laughs> Dude, so it really depends on the guy, like, what your first date outfit is. Like, if, let's say, this guy is very, very bougie, like, which, honestly, I have not gone on a first date with a guy that's very bougie. Ooh. You have. I have not. Uh, yeah. And so I usually go for the very like chill but hot. Like I wear like a cute crop top, jeans, and a low heel. And it's always the same. It's I have a go-to date night top. Yeah, you always wear jeans and heels yeah. and then like a cute top. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always my staple with a cute bag. Like a small, like not too light in your face. Um, but I have always wanted to go on a first date at a very like fancy place. Just but at the same time, at the same time... I am also someone that gets very self-conscious when eating around people for the first time. So that's why my my perfect first dates, I used to say before I used to drink and whatever, like a lot (laughs) compared to now. But when I was younger, I used to say my perfect first date is a coffee because um, I just don't have to eat anything physically. I can just drink, which is why now translate that to all these years later, my first, my perfect first date are drinks, but not to the point where you get drunk. Like, just a dinner and drink, like pizza and wine or something. And that's my perfect, like, first date. Yeah. Also, like, I think the idea of, like, meeting up at night as compared to, like, maybe in the afternoon for, like, a coffee date, there's actually a big difference. Yeah. Like, you, like I think it's more common on dating sites. Like, especially when a guy asks you to meet in the afternoon or like for example like a cute date like maybe let's go USS or something so it doesn't involve anything that has to do with like dinner or drinks at night especially at a bar I think he's more mature or like he might be more interested in getting to know you rather than your body okay that's just applying to us or like girls who are like Going through the same thing where a guy asks you out at like at night for drinks and stuff and then just go home and just, you know, you know what you do. <laughs> but like those Honestly. guys are very common on dating apps. So which is why I've banned myself from dating apps. And actually, and honestly, right now, it doesn't even feel like a ban anymore. Because, okay, so after my last relationship, I told myself that this time, I wouldn't go on dating apps to quote-unquote heal. Because that used to be my method of getting over someone. Which rebounds. Would go, rebounds. And getting over someone um, on dating apps and whatever. And going out on dates or talking to people, whatever. So I would not think about the guy that I am into. Uh, very toxic. Don't recommend that. But um, this time, I was like, you know what? Uh, my birthday's coming. So this was in October where I was like, it's two and a half months to my birthday. I for I, This is my first year that I'm single on my birthday and I really wanted to stay that way. I don't want to have a guy that I'm talking to on my birthday. Like, none of that. Yeah. So that's why I was like, you know what? So that was my motivation. I was like, it's the 31st December. Just don't go on a dating app because I don't want to have any boy drama on my birthday. And that was a few weeks later and I really haven't. And honestly, I don't have the will to go on it anymore. Yeah. So I think it might go on till Jan and stuff. Like, I don't have to hold myself like by like at gunpoint, like, okay, don't go on dating apps. Like, if I want to next year, fine, sure. But right now, honestly, I have so much going for me. And also like with my career and stuff, I don't know where that's going to take me. And hopefully it takes me overseas, manifesting <laughs> that. But I don't even want to date anyone or go on dates before that happens because if let's say i do get a chance to go overseas i don't want if anything anyone or anything holding me back yeah so actually this is the first time in my life i'm just like actually avoiding dates and dating life and dating people and she's doing good like really really good Thanks, like, <laughs> like she was like oh yeah i'm gonna not go on dating apps for like a couple of months 
And not that I don't trust her. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, but but it's like I was like, are you sure? Like you know, once in a while you're bored and you probably like scroll through. Not even like do you don't have to meet anyone. You just like scroll the through. swiping. Yeah, yeah. But then she's like, no, I I didn't even download it. I think you did download, right? No, it's not at deleted. all. Deleted. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was deleted anyway. So I just. Yeah, but I will say like I was definitely tempted at some like some lonely nights when you're in bed and just watching Netflix and you're like, oh, yeah, sad. I, get it. I totally get it. But yeah. I think it stresses me out to reply to people. So I downloaded. <laughs> Hinge. Can you chill? <laughs> I, okay, 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 wait, talking about Hinge, um, so like, you know how I got into, okay, so before this, we've never known about Hinge, so I only know Hinge this year, like, it's a late, good app. late this year, and someone, someone was telling me it's a great app, so then I was like, okay, um, let me just go on it for fun, downloaded it, and then got like, a couple of matches, and then like once people started like texting me, I think I got so stressed out like <laughs> to reply and to meet up and plan meetups and stuff that I just went off. Then like like Sage would be like, Oh, do you meet anyone? And I'm like, No, no, I did not even reply to anyone. And then like some guys would actually find my Instagram and I was just like, Are you trying to play hard to get or like something? And then we were when we were going to London, there was this guy who actually like found me on Instagram and then he was like, Hey, let's meet up and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to London next week. And then Oh my god, yeah, yeah, tell the story, okay. And then he was like Oh, me too. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, my flight was, I think, Wednesday, right? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, yeah, my flight is Wednesday night. And he was like, me too. And he was like, maybe you can do the Mile High Club. And then I was like, this is exactly why I was so lazy to go on dating apps. And so, yeah, it's it's just, I mean, okay, but out of like, I would say out of all the dating apps, I think Hinge still has like the most potential to probably find a partner as compared to like say Tinder or Coffee Meets Bagels. I don't know, like maybe if you guys have like better dating sites to recommend, you Let can us tell us. Uh, yeah, but for <laughs> now, I think Hinge. Because Hinge has those prompts. The, it has yeah. the prompts and that's what I really liked about Hinge too. But honestly, because Singapore is so small, I see the same dudes on Bumble, Tinder, and hinge so oh, that's I, because your taste is completely <laughs> different from mine which yeah. i think works obviously in a friendship a yeah. because like there are four of us in a friendship like this circle mm-hmm. and like in our circle all of us have different tastes in men very different and also yeah. very specific mine literally the bearded brown dude with a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> which i always make fun of not that i'm being racist or anything i just <laughs> I feel like it's just funny because all those dudes turn out to be douchebags. Exactly. <laughs> so it's always the same. And I swear, I, I try. I try to go beyond that. I try my best. But I always keep going back to the bearded brown dude. Let's call him a BBD. Wow, like bubble tea. B- <laughs> BB what? BBD. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, what is the BBL? The the butt lift, you know? What is, is that, isn't that what it's called? A BBL? Yeah, BBL. OMG. Okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, where were we? So yes, um, honestly, I think in our experience of dating lives, I, for me at least, I can't speak for both of us, but for me, I think that I don't actually know what a healthy relationship is. And I hate to say that um, because I, I think I know like ounces of what it should be or I've like come close to that. I don't want to say like everything was bad, but like definitely there were things that I always knew in deep down was like, this is not correct. Also, okay, before we even go into that, I just want to say one thing. Always, always, always listen to your gut. 
if there's a little voice inside of you telling you something that <laughs> I don't feel like this is right, that yeah. voice will never lie to you. Everyone else can lie to you. He can lie to you. Your friends can make you happier. I mean, I'm grateful to Eddie's to have friends who like tell me straight up, but like not everyone is like that, you know? Yeah. So everyone can lie to you except yourself because that little... And you can actually be lying to yourself too. But that little voice is the most honest thing you will ever hear in your life. Always, always listen. I unfortunately didn't listen to mine for years. And like when I was in a relationship for like almost three years, I never listened to it. I would always push it down, suppress it, suppress it. But at one point, it'll just become way too loud. Yeah. And um, the, the minute I hear it, that's why I always like, let's say if I get into a new relationship, my biggest fear is hearing that voice. Because the minute I hear like something is like wrong, like I'm, I'm like, fuck, like there's no way that this is going to go end well. I think, I think we always overthink in our relationships, like past relationships. And that should be already a sign that like, it's not like a, a good relationship because we always see red flags at the beginning, right? But then we always ignore it thinking that, oh, you know, he is much better in so many other ways. Why should I like focus on this one little red flag or two little red flag? And then as we ignore more and more, like more and more red flags pop up. And then because we are so deeply in love with this person, we just like ignore everything and hope for the best. And then we start overthinking. We question like, oh, is this good? Is this bad? Like, and then we start calling like our friends and they're like, hey, you know, like I argued about this. Like, what do you think? I mean, at least I do that. Yeah, I do that too. And to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so like sometimes you kind of like even like, doubt yourself and be like, oh, am I, you know, the one who's wrong? Like, am I overreacting and stuff like that? Yeah. And I think that's not a good relationship to begin with because you're not supposed to feel overreact and overthink everything the other person does because you're already like doubting them, you know, in the relationship. Yeah. It should be like easy. It should be like a good, like a best friend, you know? Like, I mean, definitely there'll be arguments, but it shouldn't take days to resolve or it shouldn't become into a bigger like argument because you can't resolve it you know yeah so that i think was like based on my exes like that's something i learned i'm still learning yeah <laughs> it's not like it's not like i know what a healthy relationship is yet yeah i think that's why i mean it's not something that we're like oh we bonded over that like th- unfortunately yeah that is how we bonded and that's okay yeah. because that's you know when you just find someone that we're, you're at the same stage of life in and that's literally what it was we were on the same wavelength and ironically we through the year and a half of friendship that we had we went through the same stages <laughs> of life at the same time which is very interesting and then now again we're at the same stage of life and um yeah both of us is we're not trying to be like pick me right now or like anything but yeah we don't actually know what a healthy relationship is so we can't explain what that is but i think we can have a better idea of what we want, you know, to not settle. Yeah. And um, I also, like, speaking of that, like, how, you know, Viren and I will call each other, I think it's very important to also keep friends who will also call you out when you are in the wrong. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm I'm always a ride or die for someone. Like, if I will literally, if they tell me that this person angered, this guy made him angry, I will go down and hunt him down, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Always, always on your side. But... That being said, as supportive as I want to be, there are instances also, and we've done this to each other, like, yeah, there are instances, let's say, where um, Viren will tell me, oh, I got in a fight with this guy. I'm like, okay, but tell me what you said as well so I can analyze the whole yeah. situation. And then I'll be like, okay, you know what? Maybe that you could have said better. And there were multiple occasions where she actually took the guy's side. And I didn't mind that because I, I actually wanted an opinion, like an honest opinion yeah. of, you know, what was exactly wrong. Because sometimes when you're in a relationship, you kind of are blind as well yeah. to, like, 
like what's actually right and what's wrong so like someone who's outside of the relationship can actually tell you like honestly if it's your fault or not especially like sometimes you know when you're pmsing (laughs) and then you're like overthinking everything and like you know making a big deal out of something that's not even supposed to be like made out of a big deal agreed Uh, yeah so agreed agreed and at the same time at the same time i will literally go off on a guy if he hurts my friend (laughs) i will kill them but um yeah so as much as yes you keep each other in check i still will you know literally just go off on him yeah but uh yeah so i think we have learned so viran told me this and she was like you need to create a list now this is something that i have been honestly dreading to do just because internally i know that when i create this list i'm actually gonna have to stick to it because it's there it's written (laughs) whereas in your head it's very easy to like push something down like ah you know this was something i didn't want but it's fine yeah. Like, you know, and because it's in your head. So that's actually something I've yet to do, to write it all down. I thought I did, but I didn't. Um, So it's all in my head. Like, now I have a better idea. So I thought we could go through each other's list, like, a little bit. Like, we don't have to go too in-depth. But, yeah. like, what are some things that are, like, things that you want? Like, definitely, like, a yes, yes. And what are some things that when you see, you'll be like, nope. Okay, so context. I... So this list was an idea given to me by my therapist because like throughout like my therapy, every time she asked me like, what do you like in a guy or what do you not like? I kind of just like related it off my past um, current, like what was that? Ex relation? Ex current relation. Like the most recent ex. Okay. <laughs> so when I, oh my God, oh, my, to... my brain just died. Okay. So the most recent ex, after I broke up with him, I went for therapy. So my therapist was like, you need to actually make a list of all the things that you like in a guy, regardless of this ex, like whatever he did. Right. And so I made this list and then I was telling Sejo once she broke up to make this list as well. Um, the list is very extensive. I actually have it in my phone. Yeah. Like, in my notes. But, like, I think a couple of things off my head. Like, what I'm looking for in a guy is probably respect. Like, regardless of what I've studied or what he studied or what whatever he's working in, I think there should be a mutual respect where I kind of listen to what you do and I support you in what you do. And I don't, like, belittle you or make fun of you if you're not good in something it, it could be anything like even board games or anything like learning something right um also other than respect i feel like i don't know that's like so many things it's, yeah it's like i think this mine is a bit more fresh and also i have not written <laughs> mine down but i also really should I, I feel like this would prompt me to really sit down one night and just write everything down yeah but like for me, like a big no no. Sorry, I cut you off. But no. a big a big no no for me now is smoking. I think that's one thing mm. that I've always um kind of like shoved it down. Like eh, it's fine. Like casual smoking is whatever. But I think now if a guy literally is a smoker, no, I I'm not gonna deal with that anymore. Um, so that is one thing that's gonna be on my absolute no nos. Um, and I really hope I stick to that. I will. I will not even hope. Like I will. And I think it's just. Like, there was someone who asked me before on Telenim, like, what's your opinion on someone who smokes? Oh, I think that was, um, I think in last week's episode. So, I think that it's your life, do what you want. But at the same time, it's like, if it's a partner, it's very, very hard to be with someone who smokes just because, especially if you don't smoke, 
Um, if both of you smoke together, then okay lah. Then that's not a problem. Like do whatever you want, yeah. right? But because I don't smoke and someone else smokes, it's very hard because first of all, the smell comes on you, and I think that's the most unattractive thing that is on me. Like even though I don't smoke, um, like there was one time I think I got into the car after a date with my, uh, then boyfriend, and my mom was like, "Why do you smell like that?" And I'm like, "Oh no!" Like I felt so bad, you know. It's just like. And she was like, oh, like she she felt bad for saying that as well because obviously she's very respectful of the relationship and stuff. But at the same time, I I know that she was like, oh no, like why do you smell like that? that's not nice? Yeah, you know? and he was he was a heavy smoker, wasn't he? Was, he? he so was. like he needed to take breaks to like smoke every single time, even like when when, when you, you guys eat. are out on dates and yeah. stuff. And I think that's bored. That's when it like starts becoming a little too much, you know, because yeah. you have to keep going and like prioritizing your the smoking smoke over. Yeah. The date or like something Correct. that's important that's going on. Correct. And I don't, um, again, like I'm not judging or anything. I think that if this is your lifestyle, that's okay. But this is not something that, I mean, it's not okay. Honestly, don't smoke. Uh, t- don't, it's not healthy. Don't do it. But um, if you already do, there's nothing I can say that will change your mind. But anyway, like especially when you're in a relationship with someone who smokes, you may feel this responsibility that I'm going to be the one who stops him from smoking. Girl, it does not work that way. Um, it just doesn't work. Um... It's it's better to not pressure yourself to change someone because most likely... Yeah. And you know what? They might. They might change. No, but I don't think like... Okay, no, that's, but they might change, but they wouldn't change for you. Exactly. Sorry, sorry. They might change, but they wouldn't do it for themselves. They only do it for you and that's exactly. why it doesn't last. And yeah. that's what I've been through. I've seen someone who's changed and I was so proud of him, like so amazing. And But... <laughs> but not realizing that he changed for me yeah. and not for himself and that's not good for either of us and not good for him also and then when that motivation to change for me burns out he goes back to the way he was and again there's nothing like there's nothing I'm not saying there's anything wrong or anything I'm just saying that don't expect to be this guardian angel to change someone yeah you're not there to change anyone that's that's not a relationship and if they're trying to change you as well that's also yeah. something that you should vice versa but yeah so yeah, I think like the the in to recap, make a list mm-hmm. like before you even get into a relationship because that actually helps you keep yourself in check rather than like you know when you actually have it in your head like like you sometimes you can like forget and you're like nah I don't yeah. think this was like what I you know like what's I something that I don't want or something I like you know you, you kind of like I did it in your head and then you kind of like forget some things Agreed. and you're just like okay, <laughs> this is my perfect guy because you kind of like twisted and turned everything into the guy that you're dating right now. Yep. And that's why when you have the written list, you can't it, change it's it. It's staring in your face. Like, yeah. Just, like just staring at you in your face. Like, no. And I, I think because I'm not dating right now, so that's some, a reason why I kind of um, not... What was I going to say? Yeah, I, I'm kind of procrastinating. I'm procrastinating. 100% I'm procrastinating making this list because I'm honestly... A little bit scared to write it, especially when it comes... Like, I have all the no-nos, but I don't know what are the things that are good. And I think that's what I'm scared to face when I write that list, not knowing as what are the things I want, realizing I actually don't know what it is to be in a good relationship. And that's the thing, yeah. I think that's the scariest part. Because I want to write things that I like also, you know. And I think the first thing I can think of is ambition. I want someone who's as driven as... Actually, honestly, I just want to meet someone that's a guy version of me. I really think that, like... You know, my whole life I've dated opposites, opposites, opposites. Like, complete opposites. Yeah. I'm an extrovert. <laughs> the guy's an introvert. I think I need to date someone that's 
exactly me. like you. Yes, but like also like doesn't have to be exactly like you. I mean, there's no guy. One. Yeah, there's no one. Oh, I, I remember what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like <laughs> there's no one in this world who's like completely perfect or who's gonna fit in like your entire list. You know, as like that perfect guy. He's definitely gonna have like one to two flaws or even more that doesn't actually actually fit in your list, and that's okay as long as like the basic needs are there. Like he respects you. He's willing to like you know love you for you and he's not gonna like do stupid shit behind your back or you know the, just the basic stuff is there which is already hard to find yeah <laughs> so i mean there's always like for example he likes rock climbing and then you hate like outdoor sports or something like that you that's know? okay those kind of yeah. things like that's okay and that's like something that we also have to learn because every single time like we want exactly what like we want in that relationship so then we kind of like argue with the guy and be like why are you not doing this with me but then we have to learn that like i mean me and sejal i don't know about you guys but like we are trying to learn that sometimes in a relationship you need to have your own space and like it's okay to hang out with your friends and do what you like and it's okay for your partner to not like what you like you know and actually that's very important especially what you said about hanging out with your friends that's also one of my biggest lessons I've learned is to not make my boyfriend my best and only friend. Yeah. That is my 100% my problem. Every relationship I've been there, my only friend and my best friend and I tend to like let go of all the other friends around me but that is yeah. why also I'm taking this time to be single so I can foster the friendships that I have now and make them rock solid. So one day when I do have a partner again, I can't let them... You need overtake to have, like healthy boundaries between yeah. both of you even like i think even if you're married there's that healthy boundary like you have your own space i have my own space mm-hmm. and then like say if we get into an argument we don't just keep arguing you know we just go to each other's like depending on how people actually resolve arguments for me i just need some space and that's okay that's respected you know like you yeah it's it's just healthy to not like be in each other's face like 24 hours I get tired if I see someone like the entire day. I cannot do that. Like Dude, I literally need space. both of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we are like that also. Like and I think this not just applies to relationships, it applies to friendships as well. Travelling together, that was so much yeah. fun. But we also learned so much about each other and like what we how the way we live, the way that what we like to do and like we I think we learned so much from each other as well. Like I learned how to let go and I learned how to be a more of a free spirit. Yeah. And you learn to shop. <laughs> yeah. You learn to shop. You learn to plan more. You learn to like be a bit more like like the Google Doc came in handy. Yeah. So I think that's also important in a relationship that your partner actually like teaches you something indirectly. Yeah. Like you learn something from them and that actually improves you as a person. So that even if like you break up, you are a better person than you were before you got together with that partner. Rather than, you know, leaving the breakup even worse than how you originally started i agree so that's like that's what i feel like my mixed few relationships should be like yeah but um yeah let's hold horses i'm not in a rush yet (laughs) do you know when you say next year relationships i'm like i really hope that the next one is just it because i cannot take any more of this like (laughs) we're getting old (laughs) yeah like i actually honestly age everyone says age is just a number it doesn't matter yes that's true but shit we're scared i'm scared like yeah it's a societal pressures like we were saying like we keep seeing everyone getting married right and yeah. like having houses and then it makes you feel like you're left behind 
But it, it's not true. I mean, there's so many people getting married at like 30s, mid-30s, Correct. 40s even. And then people like getting divorced and then getting married again after. Yep. Like in 50s, 60s. So it's never a guaranteed life. There's no like timeline that you have to follow. But it's just, I guess... I'm still scared. Like yeah. even, though, even though anyone can say this to me, like, you know, there's no timeline and yeah. everything. I still want that. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm going to say that like, I still want to be married when I'm 30 and like I want to have kids in my early 30s and stuff and like yeah. that was a life that I planned out for myself and the problem is because I feel like the more you think of something the more it's not going to happen so I have to try and let go of that and be okay I'm not I'm not now I, I, I can't say that I am but like one day I must be okay with the fact that that may not happen for me yeah and you know I, I'm honestly like I still have like 6 years to I'm 30 so I still have, I still have time but I I just it is very scary. I, I think one thing, obviously, our biological clock, like for me, I do want kids. And, um, you know, that is something that's quite scary. And I don't want to be an older mom, although that's fine. But for me, like, I would rather be a younger mom just because, like, I have, like, a really good relationship with my mom. And we are only 20, 20, 26 years apart. Or, like, with oh. my aunt. Yeah, with all my aunt, she's, like, 20 years apart from me. Exactly 20 years older. So, you know, like... I, and I want to be healthy and happy. Like, again, there's again there's no um, yeah. guarantee how long you live and stuff. I don't want to get to that. But um, at least like, I want to be a healthy, younger parent to my kids. And, like, that is also a bit scary. Like, if I don't find someone by a certain time. Yeah. But not just that. I will, I'll be lying if I, I'll be saying, like, oh, it's just the biological clock. No, like, my societal pressures as well. Like, I don't want people to be... You know, especially in the Indian community and just myself also. Like, I don't want to be... Like, I, I would like to have a, a family, you know, in the next, like, 10 years at least, in the next decade. I really see myself having a family and settling down. And that's something I've always wanted since I was a little girl. And if I don't get that, I think I'll be quite sad. As much as I love my career and I love... I'm an ambitious person. I think I'll be quite sad if I don't get that. So yeah. that is something that I'm pretty pretty scared about. I think for me, like the only family that I'm interested in having right now is like a couple of dogs and like probably <laughs> one or two cats because I don't really like kids. Um, and like to me, having a boyfriend, I guess it's it's a nice thing to have, but like it's not necessary, you know, for me to have one. Um, I think like what I'm more scared about is that like, you know how everyone in your life, especially your close friends, like you guys are all in a similar situation. And the thing is, like, when someone in your family, like, not family, I mean, your friendship group, like, gets engaged or married or, you know, have a baby even, like, things change in the group itself. Like, you know, one of your friends get more busy or, like, they prioritize their time more with their family and stuff like that. And so now, like, in our circle, all of us are single. Yeah. And we are all, like, you know, we're always free, like, like, say, for example, tonight we're having, like, Secret Santa. Oh, and <laughs> all of us, like, free to hang out. We don't have, like, any pressures. Um, that, oh, my boyfriend. Yeah. Do you know what? I was just thinking about this just today. And I was like, I would not have this, mu- this much time for my friends if I had a boyfriend. Yeah, so that's why we're enjoying this, like, yeah. time. But also, we have to, like, keep in mind that because we're in our mid-20s, um, like, the time will come where, like, some of us will get like a boyfriend or even get married, right? And because I'm in no rush to do that, right? So I think that's one thing that like kind of scares me. I mean, not really scares me, but more like you think about it. Yeah, at the back of my mind, I'm just like, okay, so this could happen. 
and then like I probably will need like a different friendship group where like all of us are single for example if I am still single by then to like hang out more so like you know there's always like different groups of friends that you have that like kind of like satisfy the different needs that you have in your life at that point so that's like one thing to think about because like now everyone is in different stages of their life right like we we're just talking about this the other day like we, you kind of like you used to be friends with someone for example and then now you kind of like distance yourself with them because it's not because of anyone's fault but it's just that like you both are in different stages of your life and that's okay like you still care for each other but like we're just saying like we how do I say this like we don't really it's not like we don't have friends but <laughs> the way we yeah I'm just I'm just like I was like I'm just making nice. myself sound like I don't have friends but no it's not that we don't have friends it's just that we don't hang out the same amount of times as we used to with a certain few people you yeah. know because of like how life played out and, and stuff like okay. that and Again. that's totally okay it's not yeah. a bad thing it's just something to consider and also because now like as we're getting more and more older it will happen more and more often so it's like it's something that you have to come to terms with by yourself and that's like that's that was what i was struggling with for like last month or a couple Aww. of months actually because i was telling her like oh i'm not seeing this friend anymore <laughs> yeah but- me too i i have a lot of um I mean, friendship can be a whole other episode, I feel like. That is, like, something yeah. I think we both have a lot to, like, we've learned. I've learned so much from that. But, yeah, like, um, everyone goes to different stages of life. But I really think that, like, I think I had the false expectation that all my friends would be pregnant at the same time. And, like, married yeah. and pregnant and everything at the same time. But, you know, you saying this actually makes me realize that might not happen. No. And, and like, y- even marriage, right? Or, like, having boyfriends. Like, sometimes, like, in our group like two of us have boyfriends and the other two are single and not that there's anything wrong with that it's just you know we'll be talking the topic of conversation will be a bit different like say like we're all like now we're like oh single ladies like shots let's go and then like back then we're like oh yeah you know like in a club or like not club bar like two of them can flirt with anyone but two can't yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like being like the wing woman it is i mean listen it's it's fun to be a wing woman i i I was your wing woman for a while and like it's fun but at the same time yeah I, i do i do like when our friend group is all at the same place but we can't control that yeah and For sure. I am learning in my therapy to let go of control. <laughs> so, you know, we're therapy queens. We love therapy. But yeah, I, I do think that that is something that we cannot control, unfortunately. Yeah. So it just, I guess, I want to say it just shows how strong your friendship is if you still stick through it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like I said, also, it's nobody's fault if it doesn't. Listen, if I have a kid, <laughs> I already told you, you will be... She wants to make me... The godmother. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, if you have okay, I you, you don't have any idea, but if you know me in real life, you would know how much I hate kids, right? She hates yeah. and I love. And I I mean I try to be subtle about it, okay? But Sejo kinda like always points out like when she's like having fun with the kid and then I'm like at the corner, like please literally don't just come standing. to me. You know like how some people are scared of dogs? I'm she's scared, scared of, of kids. kids. I'm like, please just don't come to me. Don't and cry. Just don't even touch me if you're like freaking disgusting germ filled fingers. Oh my god. Yeah. And on the other hand, I'm like give me a hug, give me a kiss. And then she's also very upfront, like if a baby's not cute. And I was like, listen to me. <laughs> my her, baby... I'm not going to lie to you. If like... My baby doesn't... And first of all, <laughs> there is... 
I'm telling you now, my baby will be the cutest human you'll ever see on earth. <laughs> no, you know how like when a baby's born, I remember be like, congratulations, you know your baby's so cute, like oh my god, look at his like fat like fingers, <laughs> fat like legs, like chicken legs, and I was like, that's literally like a drumstick. It's that not is, cute at all. That is cute, and I just told her <laughs> when I have a kid. You are going to lie to me every day no. and tell me that that baby is the cutest thing you've ever seen, and I know you're gonna be lying. But no, I don't care. I'm that kind of friend who will just like tell you straight up to your face your baby's not cute, but then also ruin your baby because yeah. I'll be the aunt that will be like, "Let's go," and then like I turn my head and the baby's gone. You know that no, kind of literally aunt, like, shit. I'm like, you you fall, you pick up yourself, <laughs> and you learn from it. Or like if you get hurt, that's because. You play and you learn the lesson. I'm not gonna tell you like don't do this, don't do that. I'm the kind of person. This is why I am a bit scared, but I think she can take the responsibility. And you know what? You say all of this now. I keep telling her she says all of this now, but I really think when push comes to shove, imagine I'm the first one to have kids. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I really think that either you'll be the first one to have kids, or when you see one of us have kids, like you will suddenly be like in love with the baby. I really, and you'll pretend to be like, oh, all cool, and like, oh, I don't want to like the baby, but I'll see you like hugging the oh little baby. God. I'll see you like playing with it. I'm telling you right now, I'm calling it right now. Anyway, I think it is time to wrap up the episode. Yeah. Um, we have a party to get to, basically my house, which I need to set it up. But it was very fun. Um, I think honestly, we, there's so much more that we could. Yeah, talk there's about. so much to talk about. We've been like always talking about this. So if, if imagine if we can like record all our conversations. That would be quite fun. That but would like, be that would be dangerous. I feel like we talked like, a lot of yeah, shit. Also, we talk a lot. So, like it's not enough for like everything to come out in like one hour. But the gist of it, exactly, it's it's there. Like don't settle. That's the best advice I've ever gotten, and I never listened to. But now I'm gonna. Listen- <laughs> But now I'm gonna listen to. So yes, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want a part two, let us know. We can do it on friendship as well. I think that'll be very fun. Maybe in the new year. Viren, thank you so much for coming. She said she wouldn't even talk, but bitch, it was fun, right? Yeah, it was. I was actually kind of nervous because I've never done a podcast before. I mean, I've done like YouTube videos, but it's like you can actually record it and like stop it and then record it again but and like podcast, cut out parts. But- yeah. Podcasts are fun, especially when you're recording with a friend because it's just like yeah. we're talking to each other. I think it's more stressful when you're doing it with someone. I don't know how Sejul does it, but <laughs> I will be very stressed out, especially if I need to ask questions like how she does. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, it's fun for me. But yes, anyway, thank you so much. Let us know if you want a part two, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye.